and welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I want to thank you for listening, and if this is your first time, welcome. I am so glad you could be here today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode, and if you have an extra moment, would you consider leaving a review? It only takes a few moments and helps others find this podcast. If you are looking for some good resources for deepening your faith, just visit sitstillmydaughter.com to see what is available for you. I also have a link in the show notes that allows you to donate to this ministry. Your support helps us in continuing to encourage the hearts of women with the truth of God's word. For those who know me, I enjoy a good fairy tale from the well-known like Beauty and the Beast to the unfamiliar like Kappa Rushes and Dick Whittington and his cat. Be sure to look up that last one. It's adorable and I believe it's partly true. But there is just something so romantic and satisfying about that final phrase that ends each story. And they lived happily ever after. No matter the obstacle, they always make it and we all sigh contentedly as another girl, be she royal or common, finds true love. However, the story of Cinderella is in a class all by herself, something that I never really thought about until reading a book called The Cinderella Rule by Bethany Jett. I found this one in one of my many visits to a local thrift store and the title grabbed my attention. As I read the description on the back, I was even more intrigued when I read the bolded phrase, stop looking for Prince Charming, let him look for you. You see, while Ariel traded her voice for legs so she could literally run after Eric, Cinderella ran away from her prince at the stroke of midnight, leaving him with a glass slipper as his only clue to find her, and it was up to him whether he did or not. I will say that I don't agree with everything in this book. However, there were a lot of great points made as well as advice given that single girls could benefit from today. So I wanted to share a few highlights. First, what we invest in, we value. When we like someone, we will invest time, money, and energy into them. But when a girl does this with a guy, she is left wondering if he really loves her and even wants her. If you are the one constantly starting the conversations, arranging activities so you can hang out and making sure that you are near him, when does he have a chance to pursue you? I know this is hard, especially in our society where so many girls have made the first move because either the guy is shy or taking too long or we're even given advice that, well, you can make the first move. After all, we're in the 21st century. But what Bethany said really struck me. We forfeit a lot when we do the pursuing instead of being the one pursued. I also know that it can be hard when you really like the guy, but in the end, it is better to know for sure that he is interested in you rather than being left frustrated and wondering if he really cares. A man who pursues you removes all doubt as to whether or not he likes you. I loved what Bethany said, and I quote, there is no fear of rejection when you are being the one chased. As with so many things in life, we must be willing to step back and wait. Waiting is a beautiful act of trusting in God, whether it is a future mate, job, children, or just the next step in life. Is it easy? Uh, no, but it will always be worth it. This also brings out another good point. Using that season of waiting to focus on your relationship with Christ in becoming a woman worthy of being pursued by a worthwhile man. 
While that may sound a little strange, remember that what you are attracts the same. If you want a godly man, we need to be developing our own godly character. This was something I appreciated about Bethany's book over and over again. She emphasized the importance of seeking God and making him first in your life. As you focus on Christ, he will guide your steps in the right direction and bring into your path the right people at the right time, including a spouse. Next, don't change who you are. So many times when a girl likes a guy, she changes her laugh, her walk, and even interests just to catch his attention. Now, change is not a bad thing. We are to be changing more and more into the image of Christ, but that needs to be the only motivation for change, not to please a man. One day I will stand before my God and be judged for my life, a life given to me to be lived for his glory. Now, this doesn't mean that we can't change some things, such as wearing our sweetheart's favorite color or trying something new or maybe altering an annoying habit. But our core values should not change. Our standards should not change unless God tells us to change. Even the things we enjoy shouldn't really change just so he can be with us. I liked what Bethany said, go after your dreams and let your man find you doing what you love. I have read where girls met their future spouse at conferences, Bible studies, outdoor activities, or even a missions trip. They were doing what they loved, what they believed God was calling them to do at that moment, and God used that to bring them together. Be willing to change, but only into the image of Christ, not into something you think a guy wants. Third, surrendered virginity. This was a thought that came from one sentence in the book that talked about a particular girl's story. It immediately grabbed my attention because of what was unknowingly implied. Typically, we say a girl has lost her virginity, but that's not really true because a lost item is one that we have misplaced and there is a chance to recover it. But your virginity is precious because it cannot be restored once it has been surrendered. I do want to make it clear that I am not referring to someone who was assaulted or raped only to girls who have made the choice to become physically intimate with a man in this manner. Bethany shared her personal struggles she faced in her youth, as well as some background from her husband before they met. She mentioned how it was hard for her at times to know that she was not her husband's first. This is one reason preserving your virginity matters because one day you will have to face your future spouse and tell them the truth. If you are one who is still a virgin, please don't surrender it. Hold tight and refuse to yield ground no matter what. No matter if people tease you about being an old prune or a man tells you if you really loved me, you would go all the way. Let me just say that that man is not worth keeping. You are valuable and a man of character, a man of honor, will never ask you to yield, but will defend your honor with all that is within him, including your reputation. Joseph always comes to mind, and he remains a wonderful testimony of never compromising your standards and the ultimate reason why. When he was tempted by Potiphar's wife to commit adultery, he said, how then Can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? That's in Genesis 39, verse 9. Years down the road, he would marry and he would stand before his Egyptian wife with a pure heart and she would never doubt his commitment to her. For those who may have already surrendered their virginity, please know that God will forgive and we can move forward committed to abstaining from any sexual relation until marriage. Now, there were a couple of other thoughts that I wanted to highlight about this book as we begin to wrap up today's episode. 
One was how Bethany challenged the girls who were engaged to remain on the lookout for red flags. Just because your wedding is a few weeks away doesn't mean you can't call it off if there are things about your future spouse that don't feel right. Often as we grow more relaxed, our true selves will appear. Now please don't ignore them because it will grow into something big and can lead to years of heartbreak. It is always best to have a bruised heart that can heal with time instead of one that is shattered into a lot of tiny pieces. Even though you feel like you are on a fast moving train and afraid to get hurt, it is best to jump now instead of crashing later. Talk to those who have gone through divorce and they will say the same thing. I have a friend who shared her story of calling off her wedding four weeks before it took place because this man was not the right one for her. You can read it in the summer 2021 issue from Sit Still My Daughter in the article called I Said No Twice. I will have a link for you in the show notes. There was also a wonderful quote from Abraham Lincoln that Bethany included in the book that says character is like a tree and a reputation like a shadow. The shadow is what we think of it and the tree is the real thing. Over and over again, Bethany emphasized the importance of developing your own personal walk with God. This is where our character will develop and our reputation will follow. We must be women committed to walking with the Lord. And that begins where? That's right. By spending time in the quiet place. Please make it a priority to spend quality time in God's word because this is how we know him. And the more we know him, the easier it will be to trust him in our seasons of waiting. Now, again, I did enjoy this book, though. There were things about it that I didn't agree with 100%. So in my opinion, I wouldn't recommend it to younger girls due to some of the topics that she discusses. Though they are needful, it would be best for a mother to first read the book and then maybe with her daughter using it as an opportunity to talk about these issues. And you can pull out what you think is best. Again, like I said, I don't agree with everything, but I believe she did address some really good points that have been sorely missing in our youth groups for some time. And that is where we will end our episode for today. For my single friends, can I encourage you to let the guy pursue you because you were made to be pursued and he to pursue. Be like Cinderella and let Prince Charming find you in God's time. Mm-hmm.